Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. The Marriage Steps Podcast is listener-supported, so to help keep it on the air so couples worldwide can receive hope for their marriage, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. The marriage tip of the day is reminisce often about the good times in your relationship. How often do you do that? Most of us, we don't. Instead, we ruminate on the bad times, the hard times, the frustrating times, and that makes us feel negative towards our partner and towards our marriage. So instead, we need to intentionally think about the good times, the happy times, the funny times. What is that for you and your partner? For me, one of the good times I think about sometimes with my wife, we reminisce about it, is my first trip to Germany. So my wife is part German, her mother is full-blooded German, and I have never been out of the, the United States when I first started dating my wife back in college, and so she took me to Germany for the first time. And I was so excited, and I remember the trip very clearly, and we stayed with one of her mom's friends. And when we were there, one of the nights, my wife and I started roughhousing together. We started wrestling and just kind of tackling each other. And I remember we lost our balance and we barged right through a door and we broke down the door inside this person's house. It came right off the hinges. (laughs) And they were upset and we started laughing and the more upset they got, the more we laughed and it was a crazy time. And I think about that as an example of a fun time in my relationship with my wife. And it helps me feel positive towards her and positive in our relationship. So what about you? What are some of the good times that you've had with your partner? And I encourage you to think about it more often. The marriage joke of the day is what do you do if you see your ex-husband rolling around on the ground in pain? You shoot him again. Now, that's a joke. I am not encouraging violence on any level in any marriage. It's just a joke. Okay, the marriage message of the day is five ways that marriage causes pain. Have you ever noticed that marriage causes pain? Marriage is not easy. Marriage is hard. Marriage is hard work. If you think you're going to stroll into marriage and have a perfect marriage, you are dreaming. Because marriage is not easy. It's not a dream. It's not a walk in the park. Most couples who have good marriages have had to work really hard to get there because most marriages are difficult and they cause pain. So if you don't have a very good pain tolerance, don't get married because marriage requires pain tolerance on some level to make it through and to make it better. So pain is common in marriage. So I'm going to go through five ways marriage causes pain. The first one is learning to share power. Sharing power means you're not going to get what you want. You're not going to get it all your way. You're going to have to learn to compromise and to meet in the middle if you want a good marriage. So that causes some pain because most of us want things our way. I want things my way. Growing up, I was used to doing things my way. My mom had a long rope. She was permissive, and so I did things my way. And in marriage, I want things my way. But guess what? I can't have a good marriage if I want things my way because that makes my wife voiceless. And that's not sharing power. So for me to be a good partner, I've had to learn how to compromise, how to create win-wins, how to share power. 
And it's painful because I don't get what I want. I don't get everything exactly how I want it. So that's one way marriage can cause pain. You don't get what you want all the time. A second way is it can cause pain because you have to learn how to receive constructive feedback. Some of us don't like to get critiqued. Some of us don't think marriage should involve critique. Well, guess what? It does. Part of having a good marriage is giving and receiving constructive feedback. That's where iron can sharpen iron in marriage because we're constantly refining each other. But you have to be open to getting constructive feedback. Are you? Or do you get defensive? And do you have unrealistic expectations and think your partner should just accept you for how you are? Well, guess what? That's not realistic. To be a good partner, you have to be willing to make mild and moderate changes to accommodate your partner. That requires you being open to constructive feedback, but it's painful. It's painful to hear what you're doing wrong, or it's painful to hear what your partner is experiencing about you that they don't like. It's painful. That's part of marriage. That's painful part number two. Number three, marriage can be painful because you have to learn to think about your partner's fillers and drainers. You can't be self-absorbed anymore when you're married. If you are, you're going to have a bad marriage. So this is where you have to learn to become one eye in, one eye out, where you track yourself, what you need, but even more importantly, you start tracking your partner. What do they need? What are their fillers that's going to make them feel loved and satisfied? I need to increase those. What are their drainers? That's the things I do they don't like. So I have to learn to decrease those. It's a stretch. It's a stretch towards selflessness. And that is painful because most of us are selfish by nature. We just want our needs met. We don't want to have to think about our partner's needs or how they're experiencing us. We just want to think about how we are experiencing them. So there's some pain in the stretching that's required to become more selfless by thinking of their fillers and their drainers. A fourth way that marriage can be painful is you have to learn to manage conflict. Conflict is part and parcel to marriage. Two imperfect people in close quarters, day in and day out, especially now, it's going to cause conflict. So you have to learn how to work through conflict. I teach the floor method for this and the soft startup to a, to a complaint for this. But conflict is painful. It's such a horrible feeling when you're having a conflict with your partner and you're flooded and you get exhausted or you feel attacked. And when you learn how to do it right with the floor method, it helps, but it still takes a lot of energy. So learning to manage conflict is painful. It's part of being married. A fifth way marriage can cause pain is you have to learn to endure your needs not being met for certain seasons. And that creates a lot of pain. Maybe you're going through a winter in your marriage where your marriage isn't going very well. So therefore, your partner is unable or unwilling to meet your needs. That creates pain. Or maybe you're married to someone who has trauma in their background. And because of the trauma, they're unable to meet your needs. That causes pain. Or maybe you're just physically separated for a while in your marriage for whatever reason. Or perhaps your partner is going through something really difficult, really stressful. Maybe they're mourning the loss of their parent or whatever it is. And therefore, they're not in a space to be mindful of your needs right then. Marriage involves that. Marriage involves going through seasons where your needs aren't being met. And that is painful. I've been through that in my marriage. 
My wife, as a lot of you know, had a lot of sexual trauma in her background. So when we first got married in particular, she was unable and unwilling to connect sexually. She avoided sex at all costs. And that's one of my top fillers in marriage. Sex for me is one of the most profound ways for me to feel loved and connected and close and secure. So without that physical connection, it rattled my world. And it went on for a long period of time. That season was a very difficult one for us. But that's what marriage is about. You go through these seasons where your needs aren't met. Now, it doesn't mean you want to stay there. Because if you stay there, you'll fall into despair. And then you're not able to make it very long in your marriage before you want to give up. So just because you go through seasons that are painful because your needs aren't being met does not mean you should stay in that season. That's when you need to reach out for help. You need to read some books, listen to some podcasts, see some therapists so that you can receive the needed support to get out of that season so that both of your needs can start being met. That's very important. So those are ways to consider that marriage causes pain. Number one, you have to learn to share power. Number two, you have to learn to receive constructive feedback. Number three, you have to learn to think of your partner's fillers and drainers, not just your own. Number four, you have to learn to manage conflicts. And number five, you have to learn to endure seasons where your needs not may not be being met. So if you're of the faint of heart, you should have never gotten married because marriage requires you to be a fighter. How much of a fighter are you? And when I say fighter, I don't mean verbally fighting or physically fighting. I mean a fighting spirit. You need to have a fighting spirit, a tenacity about you to not give up because marriage is gonna beat you down. The pain in marriage is gonna make you feel like you're suffering at times, but don't collapse. Try harder, work harder, start fighting because that's part of what is required to have a good marriage. You need to have a fighting spirit about you where you're resolute and you don't give up. And when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. So maybe that's where you are right now and you're tempted to give up. Don't. As long as you have a willing partner who's willing to take ownership for their part and they're willing to seek help if needed and they're teachable and so are you, do not give up. But instead, Remember that pain is a part of the process. And what happens with pain? It makes you stronger. When you go through pain, you grow. Think about lifting weights. When you're lifting weights and your muscles are getting stretched, what happens the next day? They're sore. They're sore because they're growing. Likewise in marriage. Every time you experience pain, guess what? You're becoming a better person. You're getting stretched. And as you get stretched and become a better person from the pain, you become a better partner. So you always wanna look for that purpose in the pain because there's a purpose behind it. It's growing you and it's growing your, your relationship to become stronger. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. For more marriage resources, be sure to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com and send me your marriage questions. You can email me at info at drwyattfisher.com or you can message me on Facebook or Instagram. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.